Welcome to episode 6 of the My Take Radio Minority Film Report. The movie we watched this time was <clears throat> Mega Shark vs. Giant Croc, the sequel to Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus. And in this one, we have Jaleel White, a.k.a. Urkel, as the star of the show. White is a... He's a sort of a marine biologist working for the Navy, and he's studying the effects of sound on sharks when the battleship that he's on is attacked by the mega shark, which everybody thought was dead after the fight with the giant octopus. What he doesn't really mention to too many people is that he was the one responsible for the shark attacking the battleship because of his experiment. And he's kind of traumatized because he lost his fiance in the attack. You know, the only woman they could find to take a paycheck to kiss Urkel. So, the this is pretty much where the comedy starts. Because the Mega Shark, which if you saw the first movie, did a jump out of the ocean of about, you know, 30,000 feet into the air and it ate an airplane. In this in this the pretty much the first five or ten minutes of the movie, Mega Shark, which I found out is a girl, and I'll tell you why in a little while. Mega Shark's doing her best Randy Savage impression and basically jumping out of the water to smack the the battleship with her tail. Just it's just something you have to see because just doing this, she sank the boat. And somehow Urkel survived. This brings us to the the Congo, where you have a bunch of basically slaves digging for blood diamonds, and they suddenly hear a roar in the cave they're digging in, and the guy, the white guy with the AK-47 who was keeping them in the line, gets eaten by the giant croc. Mind you, the hole that the croc comes out of is less than half the size of the croc. And there's this girl who works for the company that is mining the diamonds. And this is where you really see how low budget this movie is. They got this chick the tightest dress they could, considering she's like the build of olive oil. But they couldn't afford a hairdresser. This chick literally looked like she just finished giving the blowjob that got her the job and nobody did her hair. She lasts about five minutes and then we move on to basically the meat of the movie, the title of the movie. The croc immediately, no, excuse me, actually before that, she was trying to hire a hunter and the hunter gets eaten too, but somehow... He he shoots the croc with enough. Excuse me. He shoots the croc with enough uh, tranquilizer to knock it out. Like he normally hunts gigantic crocodiles. So he takes the the croc. He's trying to take it back to the United States. Why I don't know, but in the middle of the the um the transport. The ship, once again, another ship gets attacked by the shark. 
the boat sinks, the guy survives, and the croc, which let's mention right now is a freshwater animal, swims off into the ocean and starts swimming up and down the eastern coast of both North and South America laying eggs. This is where it really gets funny because you have a crocodile swimming faster than a gigantic great white shark. You have a crocodile that can go from one, not only one continent to another, but one side of a continent to another in basically an hour or so. Because all this stuff is happening within about two days, the entire movie. The shark and the crocodile travel from the Congo region to the um, Pacific side of South America to the Atlantic side of South America, up and down, you know, to North America and back, and then to Hawaii, because this is where the movie culminates, all in, you know, literally a matter of hours. All this time, Urkel's trying to figure ways of luring the shark and luring the croc into places where they can be destroyed. The croc's laying eggs everywhere, and the shark is basically eating the eggs. Now, this is where things get really weird, because, like I said, this this crocodile, which we have no idea how old it is, has no mate, but is laying eggs everywhere. The shark is eating the eggs, and chasing the crocodile. They tried to trap the, the both of them in the Panama Canal by getting them to swim into the, the um, keys and then draining the water. That proceeded to have the mega shark flounder across about 500 miles of land until it got back into the ocean. And the giant croc just followed it. They swim off to Hawaii, and this is where I found out that the mega shark was a girl. It attacked a nuclear submarine, not by smacking it with its tail or trying to bite it. No. She deep-throated the whole thing. She ate the sub whole. That's taking some talent right there, folks. So... They can't shoot directly at the shark anymore because the shark's carrying nukes and it's right off the coast of Hawaii. The giant croc is laying eggs everywhere and the eggs start hatching. So the little crocs start going on the beach and eating people. But somehow they get rid of all of those and lure the rest of them back into the ocean. And... Uh, Urkel gets his little sound device going again, and they lead the shark and the croc to an underground, an excuse me, an underwater volcano, a volcanic eruption, and this is how the, the movie ends. The shark and the croc are basically trying to eat each other, and they just get, they just get immolated in in lava. So that's the end of the movie. The sub somehow doesn't blow up, but both monsters are gone now. Now, 
this time around the two I had two other my take radio listeners listening uh, watching with me and that was Cassie and Mist. These two ladies were basically dumbfounded at what was going on. Mist had to keep reminding me, stop trying to bring science and, you know, things like geology into into play because this movie is just not making any sense. They covered literally thousands of miles in minutes. Don't ask me how these animals move this damn fast. Not to mention the subs that are chasing them. Because the sub that Urkel was in always kept up with the shark and the croc. Miss told me after she watched the movie, she said, that's one hour and 24 minutes of my life that I just can't get back. And she's she's right. Over the past couple of weeks, we've watched Moby Dick, Sharktopus, and now this movie. And this was literally the worst of the three. I don't know how I, I seem to keep finding increasingly worse movies, but it's just my luck. So, if you've seen Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, let me tell you that it's a million times better than the sequel, and you really don't need to see the sequel at all. But if you're a glutton for punishment, you can catch Mega Shark versus Giant Croc. Probably on sci-fi. You can definitely download it, you know, off the internet. And I wouldn't advise paying any kind of money for it. I mean, I've seen Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus on Blu-ray for $5, and I thought that was too much. But, hey, do whatever floats your boat, folks. This has been My Take Radio's Minority Film Report Episode 6 for Mega Shark vs. Giant Croc. This is Slick, and I'll see you next time.